Media. Fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast, where we are featuring the, featuring the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games semifinals. We have my guy Cam Crockett back for a second year in a row. What's going on, Cam? <clears throat> Nothing much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good to catch up. Um, love to see you back in semis. I got to see you briefly down at Wadapalooza. Mm-hmm. So um, let's go back to last last year. Okay. Um, we talked we talked right before you were in the Mac mm-hmm. for the second year in a row. Uh, it was kind of like uh, second verse, same as the first. Pretty much. You went yeah. to the Mac and uh, and finished eleventh in both years at the Mac. Yeah, and actually, if you can go so, back, go back a little bit too. Quarterfinals in 21 and 22 and not worldwide, but in North America, oh, same spot as well. Fifth, 59th. Yeah. So it looks like I just copy yeah. and paste what happened, but yeah, uh, see, yeah. Wow. That is crazy. So, so you look at those two years, you finished in the same spots. Mm-hmm. What, what do you look at that and say, um, what am I going to do to make things different in 2023? Yeah. Well, like I know it's, I finished the same spot, but I felt, I felt in 21, I almost got lucky with 11th. Cause like all the events that came up, I was like, I'm pretty good at like most of this stuff minus the snatch, the one rep max, my one rep maxes were never really that high. So I kind of suffered with that. But uh, like, and then in 22, every event at the Mac had at least one thing that I was worried about. I'm like, I am not good at this. Like, this is like, this could be like, could break me. And then I still finished 11th. So I finished the same spot, but I was much more proud of how I did. Cause like, even with like all my weaknesses, like in every event, almost, I was like, I still finished that well. And then this year, I don't really know. It's kind of been, uh, I started training with uh, Amanda Barnhart twice a week so she moved back to my area because she's from this area and that has been a massive massive help like just having another games athlete to train with every day like gives me a different perspective on training um she's been super like it's because you're in your your own shell all the time like you don't really know what's good what isn't good like it's also it's like it's she's been giving me like so many ideas on like different mindset stuff in between like for each workout, like what to focus on. And even when things like aren't going well, sometimes like it's okay that like today's not a good day or like you have to modify something because like your shoulders is like bothering you or something. It's not worth like trying to push it. <clears throat> so yeah, kind of, yeah, it's just been more, it's more of the stuff outside the gym that's been helping this year than, than in the gym really. Like I'm sleeping better, 
eating a lot more. And I think it really showed in the open and quarterfinals this year. Yeah, I have I have Amanda as one of my notes mm-hmm. um, because she's she's even touted you as helping her as a training partner uh, on her Instagram. We interviewed her a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so my big first big question is, you're you're in two different training camps. Yeah. So you come together for two days a week. Yeah. Do you like meld those two together? Yeah, I'll do um, during those. Yeah. So when we, when we get together, when we do our lift, like our like lifting part of the day, she does whatever she's supposed to do. I'm, I do whatever I'm supposed to do. And then after that, I kind of just do whatever any Metcons conditioning, accessory work. I just do whatever she does. There's been days that I did like one of the movements the day before. So I had modify it when I'm with her. And there's days where I'll like, do something with her on Tuesday and then Wednesday it comes up again. So then I'll modify it then. And then some days she'll like, most of the time she'll let me know. She'll be like, Hey, we're doing a ton of muscle ups tomorrow. Don't do them today. I'm like, all right, I was supposed to do them today. (laughs) Like, yes, I won't. So I'll, I'll like take something like if I know something's going to come up, like we're doing something Tuesday that I'm supposed to do Monday. I'll just switch like, all right, I'll do Tuesday's Metcon for mayhem today. Cause it doesn't have anything we're doing tomorrow. So I'll just do like her stuff with her tomorrow and it's, it's worked out. It hasn't really been a problem. So. What has it done for just like variety sake for you? A little taste of this, a little taste of that. Um, now we know your core program is mayhem. Yeah. Right? You're like, you're doing that every day, mm-hmm. but we'll taste of something else. And does that break up the training week at all? It does actually, it gives, it kind of makes it a little bit more interesting. Um, like mayhem still has a ton of variety, but it does, it does kind of help like, Oh, I've never thought of like doing a workout this way. Or like, it is a little bit different. I mean, every, every training program is going to have similarities. Like a lot of the stuff we do that like everyone's kind of doing now, but, um, yeah, it definitely does like break it up. It's like, Oh, that's not how we usually do things, but I kind of like it. Like it's not, it's not bad. Yeah. So, so it's funny. You guys are like just up the road for me. I, I drive past, I drive past Wadsworth to go to my mom's house. Um, are you in Wadsworth as well? Are you in that area? Uh, in that area. I live in Stowe now. I'm originally from Akron. So that Wadsworth Stowe is all kind of like different suburbs of Akron. So it's not that far for, uh, for me going to high gear is like a 30 minute drive, a little less from, where I live. And then I cadre is five minutes from where I live. So not that far. And actually her husband, where he works, he's an engineer is down the street from cadre. So he pretty much has the same drive as me. Like when I go, when I go down to high gear, does he ever drop in at cadre with you? No, he hasn't yet. I've told him to come down though. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and cadre is a really cool place. That's where Mike Richards is too. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. He comes here. One of the, yeah. MC the games. Yeah. So does he MC your workouts every day? <laughs> no, he has though done a uh, Friday night lights though. Some years he'll come by and MC Friday night lights. So it kind of makes it a little bit more fun. We have like a professional level MC, like calling everyone out. So it's cool. Yeah. It's um, he's one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Oh uh, yeah. 
I've known him since I was when I first joined Cadre and I was 17. So he's known me for Yeah, a I actually in my research, I wish I would have kept the picture up. Um, I found a picture of you when you were like 17. Yeah. I think doing the open. Um, and my gosh, dude, you look really young. Like you look young now. Yeah. But at 17, man, you look like a baby. I know. I've seen stuff. I was like, man, I thought I looked bigger than that when I was in high school. And I was like a little skinny kid, especially now my hairline's going back a little bit. I have a little bit more facial hair. So yeah, it's weird seeing those pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to Amanda, like she's been around the sport a long time, she's been to the games and is some of the stuff you're learning, like how to take that next step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. It's like, um, it's a lot of, I think that's one of the biggest changes I've made this season is training with her has kind of been like a big part of it. And then also go, I've been down to mayhem twice now for quarterfinals and then just to train back in November. But uh, it's mainly been seen like, oh, I'm not that far off of these guys. Like for years, I was like a fan of the sport. Like I got into CrossFit wanting to compete. I knew it was going to take me a while. I knew I'm, I'm not gifted enough to just like get into CrossFit two years later. I'm going to the games. Like I knew it was going to take a long time and like slow jumps. But I always kind of viewed like these other athletes as like, like your fans of them. So you're like, Oh my God, like they're amazing. Like <clears throat> I can't do that. Or not that I couldn't do that, but I always viewed them. And like, as a, I was always like, I think of it as like, I was looking up to them. And now this year I'm kind of, I'm not looking up to them anymore. I'm like looking level with them. Like I'm, I'm on your guys's level. Like I'm not looking up to you anymore. So not to say I'm like, I'm not looking, I'm like looking down on them or anything. It's just like, I view myself right, right. now. You're, you're part of the group now. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I totally get it. Right. So mm -hmm. like, do you think in the first two years at semis, there was a little bit of fanboy in you um, when you're in like a big semifinal like that with all these big names and, yeah, a little bit. and do you think that will not be the case as much this year? I don't really think so. Cause now I've had some more comp like big competitions under my belt. I did Wadapalooza as a team last year. There were some of those big name guys doing team like this year at Wadapalooza. I was directly competing with them as like as an individual. So they've had more experience. I've been around them. I've trained with some of them now through Mayhem like in Amanda. That it's like all right, like I'm I'm on par with these guys. Like I can I can hang. So like knowing that, I kind of that kind of helps going into this year. Like I'm not looking up. It's like oh shit, I can't do some of this stuff. Like I can do it. Yeah. Well, you've proven it this year. Your open finish was astounding. Yeah, um, was the improvements you made to go to 10th in the world in the open is pretty awesome, dude. Mm, thanks. Yeah, I didn't I had no I did not expect that at all. And like you said, the in 21 and 22, you finished 59th in North America in going into semis. This year, you finished 14th in the East, mm -hmm. a very stacked, yeah, stacked very, East division. Yeah, so it's cool. I've never been, I've never been this close going into quarterfinals or going into semifinals. Right. I look at it as the last two years you finished 11th. Mm -hmm. If you can pull that off again this year, that's a game spot. Yeah, I've already heard. I've heard that joke a lot already. So it's like, damn, I really don't want to finish 11th again. But then this year, it's like, eh, that's not bad. <laughs> 
Like, right, take- right. But I think more importantly, they take 12 and mm-hmm. you're coming in in 14th seed. Yeah. So that is only two spots to make up mm-hmm. from, from the start of the competition. And that's nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it definitely. You, you may, you've made up way more than that in the past. Mm-hmm. And like, I know that. I don't want to think about that too much because I don't want to be like, oh, it's fine. Like, I got it. It's in the bag. Like, I've always done better. I never want to think like that. I always want to think like, I need to like be on it. I need to chase these guys. Like, <clears throat> I can't let them get away. I can't just fall back on that. Like, oh, I've done it before. I'll do it again. Like, I've got to like be hungry and like really be intense about it. Yeah. Well, I met you in 2020. Mm-hmm. And, and, ever since I've known you, you've never lacked for confidence in your, in your own abilities. Mm-hmm. Now, like you said, you knew it wasn't going to be tomorrow that you were jumping into the games, Yeah, but you've always had confidence in your ability. And this year it's kind of like all coming to fruition. Yeah. And that's what it feels like. It feels like that too. So what kind of juice do you have going into Orlando? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of just, I'm like every day training, like I'm fired up. Like I'm thinking about it every day. Like I think about it, like even just like driving to and from the gym, like that's what's on my mind is, is competing and like wanting to get to the games. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so stoked for you. Cause I, because hey. I've known you for, for all those years, like seeing the, the advancement over the last few years and this year, the big jump, mm-hmm. like I, I am stoked for you. I've got a lot of juice ready yeah. for you to do well at, at, at this one. So my biggest question about that is, and this is, this is just with me as a former athlete. When I have this much juice, the biggest thing for me is to stay calm in oh, the yeah. first event yeah, and not, not blow out the tires on event one. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I've had experiences where I've kind of done that before. Or I come out too hot. I mean, ask Amanda pretty much every day. She has to remind me every workout to like chill out in the beginning, like calm down. Like in the, when we did the last open workout, the like wall walks and snatches and stuff, I did it next to her. She got like a crazy, like that workout is like made for her, just a heavy barbell. Like she can move that where I'm not as nearly as strong as her. And I tried to keep up with her and it did not go well, like did not go my way because I went out way too hot trying to stay ahead, not just keep up with her, but stay ahead of her. And yeah, it blew up. So I got, I really do have to, that's something I've been working on a lot is like pacing the beginning. And I've had a workout, I think it was um, the Mayhem Classic in 20, beginning of 2020, the ruck run at the beginning. I was like, I'm good at running. I've like, I've rocked a ton. Like, let's get this. And I had died and like people were just like i think i got passed by like four or five people in my heat i still finished well overall but i think i like did not perform to my capabilities because i blew up a little bit in the beginning so that can be a good and bad thing right like mm-hmm. by by trying to keep up with amanda you're probably increasing your capacity oh yeah for sure right but you're probably not getting any closer to beating her because your capacity is slowly getting better and she is really, really yeah. fit. Better. Yeah. Yeah. She is. She's insanely fit. So, I mean, there's days that I, that I beat her, but more often she beats me. 
But then you get into like the open and the quarterfinals and now you're against your own peers mm-hmm. and you're seeing this drastic improvement. Did you anticipate that coming in after working out with Amanda and knowing kind of where you were or was that a surprise? It was a surprise. In a way it was a surprise. Like I didn't expect to do that. I knew I was going to do better. I knew like mentally I stopped viewing, like I said, I stopped viewing myself as looking up to these guys and like looking as equals with them. But uh, I mean, for the open, for like for us, it doesn't matter so much. Like we know we're going to make top 10%. So like I went into it just like I'm doing every each workout once. I'm, like do it on Friday. Do it like I did the first one at Friday Night Lights with the rest of our gym. The other two I did in the morning so I can do the rest of my like training day. But yeah, I did not expect to get top 10. So that was a like, <clears throat> yeah, that was just a massive confidence boost. So my last question about Amanda, and then we'll move on to just you and the semis is um, when I talked to her, she loves being around water. Mm-hmm. And I said, you need to, you need to live up on Lake Milton. Yeah. She did yeah. not, she did not know where that was. Yeah. I know. Where that How is. do you grow up in the Akron area and not know where Lake Milton is? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you don't, I, I know where it is because uh, my grandparents live in, uh, in, in Warren. So over by Youngstown. So we'd like, I'll drive over Lake Milton to get there. But if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would know where it is. Oh, really? Cause it's beautiful. Like yeah. we drive over it to get to my mom's house. Like mm-hmm. every time I go to Pennsylvania and, um, and my wife and I are like, this is where we want to live. This is where we want to retire. Yeah. It is like nice. it's the most beautiful little area. And when you drive over it and you see all the jet skis and the pontoon boats and the, it just looks like the perfect place. If you love being around water. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. Especially in Ohio. We, it's kind of nice to get a little break from everything else here. Yeah. You don't get many of those reservoirs in the middle of all the flatless flatness. Yeah. And, um, so, okay, cool. And so I told her she needed to check it out. Hopefully she did. Yeah. It's and nice. We'll, we'll We'll see what that's about. Um, so now you're getting ready for semis. You worked out at, yeah, I think you did quarters at Mayhem, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ma- you made the video. Yeah. Yeah. For like a brief, brief second. <laughs> but does that, is that, does that, is that something cool to you to this day or it was just like, nah, oh, I'm no. just here to do my thing. It definitely, it was definitely super cool. I mean, I started, I started CrossFit in 2015, the day after the open started in 2015. But before I walked in the gym for the first time, I looked up every video I could on CrossFit. The first video, actually, like how I got introduced to it. I was like, I was, I played hockey at the time and I was looking up videos to like train for hockey because I was getting bored with what I was doing. And I kept seeing CrossFit. I kind of knew a little bit about it. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I'll watch a video. I think it was like the 2014 games highlights. And that's like Rich, that was like Rich Froning's final year as an individual. And then, so like, who's this Rich Froning guy? So I looked up every video I could on Rich Froning. And then like, then the open, then I saw the open was about to start. So I already knew it. Like the open was regionals, like games. Cause I watched all these videos. So then I watched him and Frazier compete in 15.1 the live announcement then the next day is when i went to a gym so like i kind of consider rich as like one of the reasons i got into crossfit because like that's like kind of what inspired me to want to compete is watching him do it so to just be like going down to his gym being a part of his like program 
and everything mayhem in any way has been like insanely cool. Yeah. I mayhem is like the Mecca. Like I love going there. I, oh, I would live in cook. I would live in Cookville. Oh, I would live in Cookville. It's such a, everyone there is just so welcoming and like, so nice. Like not even at the gym, just like, I think it's just a Southern thing. Like we're not really used to, I know it's nice here in Ohio, but they like down there, they go out of their way to like be polite. And Cookville is a really, it's a really beautiful area. It's a small enough town where it's not overwhelming and huge, but it's also not a tiny little town in the middle of nowhere. But then the, like the surrounding area you have, like, <clears throat> I think it's part of the Smoky Mountains, but you have like all those mountains and there's like tons of like open fields and like rolling hills. I was telling somebody the other day, I love the the drive to Cookville is great the first like six and a half hours is all highway but the last two hours for us is all these like roads through the mountains and if you go like if you're there in the middle of the day like on a nice sunny day it's a beautiful drive so it's it's awesome it I, is. I would move down there just for that like let alone the crossfit part but the crossfit part's also really nice too yeah i'd move down there just for ralph's donuts but uh, <laughs> yeah. that's just me yeah. um but yeah, um, so you get down there. How active is Rich um, with you guys in quarterfinals? Because he's not an individual competitor anymore. Um, does he show up at the gym much when you're doing those, or is it more just Jake and? No, he was he was there every day. He would help people out, like give them technique stuff. Um, actually, on the, on the last day on Sunday, when we were, everyone was doing the rope climb event, I already did. I did the rope climb event saturday night so i didn't do it sunday i was just there to like change people's weights like help out like in any way i could like he was there cheering everyone on but while he was cheering everyone on he was just practicing those crossover singles this had to have been for like three hours like three hours he's just doing them and at first like he couldn't do them and by the end he's doing a full workout with them like like he never had a problem with it so it was cool to see that. It's like, that's why he's so good. Like when he finds something he's not good at, like he attacks it like for hours. That's all he did. Nothing else. Like he'll be watching, cheering people on, helping people out. But while he's like talking, he's, he's doing those crossovers. So this year we're following, um, I think it's seven athletes through the season. That's mm -hmm. how many we have left. Um, and one of those athletes is Logan Ewing. Yeah. Who is a mayhem athlete. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I become friends with, with Logan over the last couple of years. Um, what's it like hanging out with him? I always say that he, uh, he likes to talk and yeah. then he gets mad at me because I say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does talk about it and you start talking to him and the next thing you know, you're talking to him for like 30 minutes to an hour, but he's, a, he was an awesome dude. Um, yeah, he invited me the next time I go down to Cookville, I could stay at his place so I don't have to pay for a hotel. Uh, went out to dinner with him. He invited me to go out to dinner with him and his dad one night. Yeah, he he was awesome. Yeah, he trains with Roman mainly, so he's like Roman's main main training partner. Yeah, yeah. so his capacity is increased too because he's trying to keep up with him. Oh, yeah, that's got to be insane trying to keep up with Roman every single day. Yeah, some of the stories he tells about Roman are are, are funny. <laughs> Like and just how he trained. Well, the joke is that they team the two of them up because because Logan talks so much, Roman yeah. will learn English faster. I will say when I went down in November, right after Thanksgiving, that's when Roman like just moved down there. Like it was his first day down there. 
like you still talk to him, knew like a little bit of English. But I will say when I went down for quarterfinals, he was talking more. Like he did have a little, I think his English was a little bit better. Yeah. That's, that's the Logan effect. Yeah. And, and Roman's such a good, like, even when he like doesn't say much, like he's just smiling all the time. He's just such a good dude. So he was cool to be around. So did you, when you guys were doing the quarters, did you team up, like do them in pairs to kind of push each other? Or mm-hmm. did you just all kind of do your own thing? No, we all had, and there was too many people down there to kind of just like wing it and just try, try to do your own thing. It's like, we like, you had to have all the floor taped out and they did all that for us, which was super, super helpful. But like something like the first event where we had to have the rings and the wall space and the handstand walk space, there was only like, a few good spots in the gym you really could do that so we had like we had a whole spreadsheet laid out you would like sign up for the times you wanted to do and like they're still pretty flexible with it but yeah you would pair up with people that like you wanted to do it with i think the only workout i did alone was uh i did the rope climb workout alone because it was like the end of the day and everyone else like was done and i was i kind of was like ah, i'll do it now i don't really want to do it tomorrow and then um I did the crossover workout alone only because I did it early in the morning because I wanted to redo the first one because I paced it completely wrong and blew up on the wall facing handstand pushups. So I re- I did the second, the crossover workout early in the morning. So I had time to like rest, recover, and then do the first one again. So I did that one alone. But if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have, I wouldn't have wanted to do that one alone or any of them alone. Yeah. Yeah. And in the past, did you, when you're at like cadre, are you forced to kind of do it alone? But yeah, last year for quarterfinals, I did all the workouts alone and that sucked because it was mainly like, like in 21, I had the pan checks. So I would like, we would all do, we didn't do the workouts together, mainly because of spacing. It would be like, like I did it then Saxon, then Spencer, like in some order, we would all do them like one right after the other. So you kind of knew where you stood. I was like, if I'm anywhere close to Saxon and Spencer, I'm probably doing pretty good, like world, like worldwide. Where last year I was by myself, so I had no idea. It was extremely stressful. I was like, I think I did good in that workout, but I don't know. And then after like the first day came out, and I was, I think I was like sitting in 12th after the first day. I was like, oh, like we're doing all right. But then last year the bench and overhead squat are like my two worst lifts, and we had both of them in one workout for one rep max. So that brought me down a little bit, but I still knew like, all right, my, like my scores are good enough where I'm going to like, I'm going to be fine as far as like qualifying for semifinals, but it was still very stressful. It was like, I have no idea where I'm at. So it was also super nice this year. Like, all right, if I'm anywhere close to these guys or beating them, we're good. And that, that worked out. Yeah. That blind leaderboard is tough, man. If you're on your own, I did a documentary with a master's athlete and, and got to t- kind of document what it's like to not know. And yeah. it was, it was, it was rough. It was go ahead. Sorry. No, I was say I, I hated it. It was miserable. So this year it was very nice having other people that were like in your boat. Yeah. It's crazy because to me, because you hear about it and as someone who's not competing at that level, you are like it, it didn't register to me until I was there with that athlete for the entire weekend. And you just, and like, I'm texting everybody I know trying to get something for her just so like she has some idea if her score is good enough or not. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of nice. We didn't really have to do any of that at Mayhem. Like, we knew, like, Roman's going to put up good times. Sam Cornier was down there. He was putting up good times. So it's like you knew, like, all right, I'm like, I'm good. Like, we're fine. Yeah. And Mayhem has so many tiers of athletes. Mm-hmm. You can almost, like, slot yourself in. Well, I'm above these people and below these people. So that's probably right where my sweet spot is anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. And it was that worked out, especially this year for quarterfinals. Like the events were like so much like different than anything we've ever done. Like we had like pretty much like three new movements, like wall facing handstand pushups, which is kind of not that new, but new for online competition. And then the crossovers and then the V ups. So it was all like very, it was a lot of unknown. So it was cool to see how like other P like other elite athletes, how they're doing, how they're dealing with like all these new standards and everything. Yeah. And also sharing tips and tricks because like with the crossovers, hand placement is huge. Yeah. And that was really nice too. Yeah. We were all kind of, as soon as they announced that every athlete at mayhem grabbed some jump ropes and we're just trying them. And it was it was scary at first because it's like, oh, I can't really get more than like five in a row. And then like after not that long of trying, it was it together pretty quick. Yeah. And I think Logan told us that like you guys tried all the different ropes, drag yeah. ropes, like speed ropes, the beaded ropes, drag ropes, weighted. I ended up using a weighted rope for that workout, like the Zeus rope and not because I tried the beaded rope, tried the weighted rope. And I was just a little bit smoother with the weighted rope. Now that I've gotten my hands on a beaded rope and I've practiced a lot more, I'm way, way better at them. Like if I were to do that workout again, now my score would be insanely better. Cause I think I tripped at least once or twice, like every round. And I had to like slow myself down so I can stay composed and controlled for those crossovers. So, wow. yeah. So last time we talked, I think you were still in school. Are you still at U of A? Uh, not at the moment. <clears throat> now I'm, I still have some classes to take to graduate, but I haven't taken classes, um, for the past, uh, probably year now, kind of just focus on working, coaching a lot at my gym, training as much as I can. I'm kind of giving myself like this year and next year to like, see as good as like how good I can get. Um, if I can make the games <clears throat> or try to make a career out of this and then kind of going from there. Makes sense, man. Yeah. I mean, do now, this stuff while you're young. Yeah. Now's the time for me to do this. Like I'm 24. Like, yeah, it might set me back for a little bit now, but like, I know everything's going to be okay in the long run. So it's like, I couldn't like five years from now, I couldn't be like, well, what if I like, I like tried a little bit harder, or, like put a little bit more into this, like what could have happened? I don't want to have, have that doubt. And what does that, how does that affect your ROTC? Oh, so, um, yeah, because I didn't graduate on time, which actually wasn't really my fault because Akron didn't offer the classes I needed. Um, so because they didn't offer the classes I needed, I didn't graduate on time. So the army didn't, doesn't care if it's your fault, someone else's fault. So I didn't commission through ROTC. Um, I was still in the national guard and my contract was coming up with the, was like coming to an end with the guard. And I had a clause in my contract that if I didn't, commissioned through ROTC, I could just be done. So I decided to be done. So I'm technically not in the army anymore. Oh, yeah. wow. 
So big changes. That freed, freed up a little bit of space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, now you're heading to Orlando. Mm-hmm. You taking you taking a big crowd with you? Um, no, not really. Uh, the owner, one of the co-owners of High Gear, him and his wife are coming down. So he's gonna be my coach at uh at semifinals. Uh, my fiance Christina, she can't go because she just got promoted for her job, and I think she starts like her start date is like two weeks before semifinals, so she can't like take that time off. So she'll be able to for the games. We already we already got that that cleared. So yeah, she'll be able to come down for the games, but semifinals, yeah, she won't be able to make it, which kind of sucks. But she'll be at the important, like the real big one. So that's what's important. I I love that confidence. Mm-hmm. Already planning for the games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. We're good. All right. So, so the guy at high gear is your coach. And, um, is it someone who like, just can keep you relaxed, um, b- backstage and, or is it someone who knows his techniques, strategies, things like that people for you to talk to? Cause I'm sure Mayhem's going to have their crew yeah. there as well. Yeah. Mayhem will have like, Jake will be down there. Like Jake was there last year. But yeah, his name's Tom, Tom Karos. Um, yeah, so he'll be down there. He competed at regionals like back in like 2013. So he's been a competitor. Like he knows what it takes. He's seen Amanda train for a long time. So yeah, he'll be super helpful. And he's just a good, like he's a good dude to hang out with. Like I like him a lot. I like talking to him. So that kind of helps like the in-between comp- like workouts. You're not just like super stressed about it. Like kind of keep your mind off of it. And yeah, he knows what it takes to like for the warm up, like, and just like the headspace you need to be in. So, yeah, he'll be super helpful and that'll be good. I think it's almost more important to have someone just to hang out with than it is even a strategist or like a, a, an actual coach backstage. Yeah. Just I someone th- to keep you loose through the day. Yeah. And to like go fill your water when you're warming up that <laughs> you don't want to take time of your right. room. That, that's kind of important too. Yeah. I feel, I yeah. feel is like, and like, like, Christina, my fiance, she was my coach last year. And I was like, can you run and get this? Can you go grab this? Like, I remember in 21, like when Mike was my coach, it was like, hey, go get my knee sleeves. I'm going to use them for this event. And then afterwards, I was like, "Ah, I don't need them. Never mind. Go put them back. So it's like stuff like that, like making them like just run around. So after semifinals, do you need to go to couples counseling with Christina when she's your coach? No, it's no, it's nothing like that. I'm not like yelling at her, or forcing her to do anything like that. Yeah, and she probably understands. Yeah, she does. She's she's very very good about all this. She knows what it takes. She couldn't be any more supportive than she already is. And you guys have been together for a while now. Yeah, a little over three years. Our wedding is actually uh, June 9th, so right after semifinals. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So up in Akron. Yeah. It's on uh, the Portage Lake. It's called the Tudor house in Portage Lakes in Akron. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, with that, man, thank you so much. Uh, we'll, I'll be in Orlando. Awesome. Uh, Can't wait to, to see you down there and, uh, see how far you take this run this year, man. Great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's been cool, like just following your career for the last four years and uh, getting to see where it is right now. Um, and so if you and when you and Amanda both punch your ticket to the games, mm-hmm. 
Uh, any kind of celebration planned? Not right now. We'll get we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Love both you guys, man. Uh, love the local Ohioans going yeah. down there. So I can't wait. Uh, we will uh, we'll see you there. And sorry to everybody in the chat. Uh, I do need to let the chat know um, there was something down with the chats uh, today through our our platform, and it just came up, and now it's flooding uh, with stuff. Uh, so, but go back, catch this one. It's a good one. Cam Crockett, the man, uh, heading down to Orlando in a couple weeks. And uh, the man has finished 11th every year in semifinals. And if he does it again this year, he's going to the games. Yeah. With that, we will catch you all next time on the Clydesdale Media Podcast.